What is up? Welcome back to the Tour 12 podcast. It's good to be in the studio. <laughs> Me and Cody, the producer man, are hanging out midday. Um, you know why we're hanging out midday, right? Yeah, I do. Why's that? <laughs> because there's a lot of hunting going on <laughs> early and late <laughs> and fixing to be even midday. I've decided next week I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m. every day and I'm going to work from <laughs> from 3 to noon and then I'm hunting the rest of the day. I don't blame you, man. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, I guess. It's uh, it's that time of year, though. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and definitely we're, we're seeing, at least on my little place, a significant change in activity, daylight hours. Yeah. Finally, we've been waiting all summer, man, for daylight pictures of bucks. Yeah. And finally starting to get some. That's cool. Pretty regular now. And so, not that they're necessarily on a pattern, but... Well, they probably won't really be on a pattern. They're sure not. <laughs> they're, to be the on the pattern. only pattern's going to be, where's the hot dough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's that time of year, and man, it's so fun. Yeah. I mean just to see everything full circle from start to finish with the farm, all the work, and then this crazy season of nocturnal buck images, yeah. <laughs> which is every night pretty much. Yeah. And then to see them start finally showing up a little bit, even our some of our target deer. That's cool. Not showing up a ton, but they have showed up, Yeah. And which which means they're in the area, they're starting to cruise and look around. So it's a lot of fun. I actually heard a guy the other day that's a pretty credible hunter someone asking you know if he had to pick three days of when he would hunt this guy's killed some giants that was all he could hunt when he would hunt and let me guess what? october 31st is that one of the days yep okay he what, only got what? three a three-day window oh so he did three consecutive days mm-hmm. okay i was gonna pick like different days yeah. i've heard people say like October 31st, November 2nd, and November 7th. Yeah. So that was his, that was, he said, if I had to pick a three day window, it would yeah. be the 31st to the 2nd. Yeah. And he sits all day. Sweet. And I said, well, I, I think I can relate to that because I feel like I need to sit all day right now. Yeah. Just don't want to get down. But <laughs> unfortunately, we have to get down so yeah. and get a few things done. But it's uh, coming on us, man. It's here. And here, I got one issue though. So, <laughs> This this weekend we've got a, a well. For, look, can we set this up though? Because my wife asked me the other day, "How do you how do you see so many deer at your place?" So I had to go through this whole story of you're in the middle of an area where there's not always a lot of hunting pressure. The, the hunting pressure is people who are like not crazy, you know, like they're doing good stuff, walking in when they're supposed to, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then you've put all the time and effort into creating yeah. this this food like. This is not just a place where you just showed up to hunt. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of food source there. So that's why they're there. Yeah. I mean, that's the main thing. But my issue, it has to do with our administration at the high school. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the other issue. No, no. I got that. We'll get to that. Okay. Story. So let's hold that then. Pause. So, so this problem I've got is whoever's doing our scheduling with our football program does not consider oh. primetime hunting. So they scheduled this weekend our farthest game. <laughs> away like is is on we're, we're going to mountain home which is three hours away <sighs> and it's prime time hunting which means the game's going to get over at about nine possibly nine fifteen so you get home at midnight probably more like one Ugh. and then and i've got a perfect southeast wind saturday for a spot me and b haven't hunted that we've been waiting on this wind to come back around yeah and so i'm going 
it's going to be a, I'm going to be delirious. <laughs> yeah, you can be tired. We're going to get sure. home at one, probably one thirty, because it's a nasty drive where we're coming from uh-huh. through the mountains for three hours and then get right back in a tree on Saturday morning. Whew. So we're doing it. It's going to be hopefully worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so back to the other issue. You've worked hard on this land. You got people around you okay. who are either farmers or right. they're hunters who want to just, you know, kill a good deer. Yeah. And so even my, even the, one of my main guys around me, he's a diehard hunter, but he's mainly a gun hunter, most yeah. loading rifle only. And, uh, but he's very management conscious. Like he's not just shooting small. So he's a great neighbor. We're yeah. on the same page. Yeah. We're, we're really on the same page cause he don't bow hunt. So it's even better. <laughs> But we've been so like meticulous with this farm <laughs> to the point of, you know, we got to do a lot of photo shoot check. You've been out there. And even when we do photo shoots for gun related companies, we don't shoot guns. <laughs> we just there. pretend. We pretend like we're going to shoot. Because in, in March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and my boys want to go shoot critters and stuff out there. I'm like, you're not taking a gun out there and shooting. Like, this is like a sanctuary. <laughs> it's not really, but I like to think it is. And so we've been so <laughs> meticulous and careful about how we do everything. And me and B. <clears throat> Excuse me. This 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 week we've been in a tree quite a bit, and I've been seeing a lot of deer, and no traffic really for the most part around us. I might have we do have part of my land butts up to a county road, but it's back in the middle of nowhere, so it's not like it's high traffic. Maybe one car in the evening will go by. A lot of times, no cars go by, so it's pretty quiet. And we've got a new set hung on the northwest corner of our property that's kind of connected to a cutover and there's a lot of traffic coming through this corner. We actually cut the fence there to make it easier. And mm-hmm. since we did that, it's just wore out really? through this. Yeah. Throughout through this corner. And, uh, cause it was pretty thick growing up on the fence. They'd just been hopping it. But so we, we cut that and hung a set in there a few weeks ago and been waiting to get the right wind to hunt it. And so we go in the other day and get up there, fired up. We're pumped. We're both like, you know it's the day. Well, I don't know if it's the day. We're just we're going to see. It could be, yeah. We're, the camera's showing lots of activity. We're going to see deer. And so we get up there, and I guess we got in there about 2.30, 3, and about 4.30, um, about 4.15, a truck came by, black a black GMC, and which is that's our that's our average. I told B that's our truck for the day. Mm-hmm. We should be good the route because there's not a lot of traffic. Well, about thirty minutes later, I hear another truck coming, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on now?" Which is fine. I mean, sometimes there's more than one rig, and I see this bright Tweety Bird yellow <laughs> two wheel drive. I, I'm not sure it hadn't been lowered. <laughs> it's uh, on hydraulics or something. <laughs> like, there's not there's not. Um, Many trucks that come down through there that are not full driving, a lot of them lifted. <laughs> so did they come through the creek? No, they came the other way. Okay. They came from back towards town. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And so up here, we haven't, We this is another reason I don't prefer to hunt by a county road, but just because you never know what you're going to get. But this truck comes down through there, and I'm, I'm going to vent here in a minute probably. <laughs> Part of my frustration, and I don't have many frustrations on this property, but I got one hiccup put by this property, and it's about a four-acre piece of property that is across the county road, but it's right beside my place. And so, and I've been trying to buy it, just 
not because I need four more acres. I just don't need nobody else over there. Mm -hmm. And so this Tweety Bird lowrider pulls in (laughs) and slows down and then pulls into this, I call it the crack house. Um, I told B, I don't necessarily know what a crack house looks like, but I'm guessing this could be one. And I also, rumor has it, before we bought the place, there were some other people there that went to jail for drugs or something. Yeah. It's just one of them places that you're like, yeah, it's not really well kept. Something's not. <laughs> there's no reason to be in this old house other than doing yeah. drugs or something. Yeah. So we call it the crack house. So it was fitting that this low rider Tweety Bird looking <laughs> truck pulls into the crack house. And we're like, so we're glass and we're like, what the heck's going on? B's trying to film them. And uh, it was pretty thick where we were sitting. So couldn't get great footage. But they mill around up there for a few minutes. They're talking not loud. They were courteous, at least. And, uh, of course, they had no idea we were in a tree. And um, and they're not 100 yards from us, honestly. Like, we're we're on my line. and But there's a little buffer piece of cutover between us and that house. And so they mill around for a minute, move their truck around, and pull back up. And we don't hear nothing for a few minutes. And all of a sudden, two rounds go off. I mean, back to back. And B's like, he about jumped out of his stand. Because we've had another encounter on the 43 yeah. last year yeah. where, where we literally about died. <laughs> yeah, bullets flying by us. So he was on edge. And so it was weird, man. We're sitting there. These two shots go off. And then we, because we could kind of hear him talking prior to those two shots. And then for like 10 minutes, we didn't hear a peep. And B's like, this is weird. I was like, dude, you think they shot each other? <laughs> Or you think one of them shot, they killed, I don't, we didn't know what happened. I was like, we're fixing to be on a dang crime scene. I was about to ask, did you go and see if there was any fresh turned dirt or no, anything? No, we were sitting there and I was like, I was like, dude, we might be on a crime scene. He goes, great. We really got time for that right now. And uh, so finally we heard them talking. I guess they, we figured it out. We guess they went and checked their target or something. And um, I told him, I was like, man, if, if they go to shooting again, we might as well get down. Because we're hunting big bucks for where we're at. And I don't know. I'm not a genius with big bucks. But I'm not assuming if rounds are going off, a big buck's going to come cruising right Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably 10 or 15 minutes later. They set in again and didn't let up from about, I don't know, 4.30 or 5 till after 6 o'clock. They were hammering down. Probably over 100 rounds. Sound like a pistol. <laughs> right beside us. <laughs> I just sit there, man, shook my head because it's the first set in this spot. You know, first sets a lot of times are really good. Yeah. And it was like the ultimate frustration because we had spent all summer, I mean, January, February, all summer working out there trying to keep it quiet. Right. And then it was just like a dang war zone across the (laughs) county road from us. So we were like, well, we might as well get down. So I guess about 5, 5.30, we got down and went to the muddy blind. Because it's a our muddy blind that's kind of in the middle of the property. is a great observation spot. Mm-hmm. be a good rifle spot, too. But we thought, let's just go sit in there at least watch the fields because there are a lot of deer using in the evening. And so we did go out there and sit. And so to replace a negative with a positive right before dark, we did see one of our target bucks. Yeah. And it was encouraging. I'm guessing. Even after all of that. Well, I was going to say, I'm guessing he didn't come from that direction. No, he did not come (laughs) from that direction. (laughs) So out of all of that, I told B, I said, well, man, 
maybe we're overthinking it. Maybe it, it means a lot more to us than it does these deer. And he's like, yeah, maybe, but th- that's not good yeah. for, for bow hunters anyway, at least in our mind. So yeah. it did end on a positive, but it was very frustrating. And so we did some pretty, probably some pretty funny video about <laughs> not only do we got to figure out the deer, we got to try to figure out the rednecks. The Tweety here. Bird trucks. Yeah, and there's no pattern. Like, you can't <laughs> pattern these humans. <laughs> there is no pattern. There's not been a soul over it. I guess one time somebody was at that house, and they were crank, had rap music crank. I think he had like 12, 15-inch wolfers in his Suburban. <laughs> so you got a Tweety Bird truck, a Suburban oh, with I've wolfers. I got them figured out. And don't think, by the t- as soon as I got service, when I pulled out of there, I was calling the landowner and seeing if I could buy that. Place. Yeah. She, she told me she may sell it. Yeah. And she didn't answer. So I was like, I would probably like went and bought it that night, that, that night if I could have. But... It's frustrating, man. Yeah. Because you, you, you know, you were put so much time and work in and then have that go on right beside, which I mean, where we're at, that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not that common. I mean, a hundred rounds is a lot of, and, and of course we're in, we're kind of in a valley between two mountains. And so when they shoot, it just, woo. Yeah, I mean, it's just bouncing off yeah. every mountain all the way through the others and yeah. is loud. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we've dealt with this week. And, um, but again, on a positive, we did see one of our target bucks for the first time <laughs> at the end of the night, and he's not a giant, but for he's, he's a he's a big eight. He's probably pushing one forty for yeah. for where we're at. It's a giant yeah. eight point. Most people are like, that's not that big, but when you get to Arkansas, oh yeah, well mm-hmm. for an eight point though, that's a, he's a stud, mm-hmm. and um and I and honestly, we've we've got we got a lot of deer on our property, a lot of bucks. We've got three sure enough target bucks that we're trying to hunt, and. And I've had a lot of action for, for, I mean, opening, opening day, I put Gavin on a nice eight point. He killed out mm-hmm. there and I've, I've passed probably five different bucks, the up and comers that you had opportunity. Oh yeah. Could have, cool. I mean, assuming I could make the shot, but, <laughs> yeah. um, have you practiced this year? Yeah, I actually have. <laughs> B was, I was like, B, you'll be proud of me. I actually shot my broadheads this year and I'm glad I did, man, because was it real? Yeah. So it was a little different flight. I had to make some adjustments yeah. and so got her dialed in, but that's what I've been. What about you? You've been hunting? Yeah, I've been hunting. Same property. Actually, I have two spots that, I, that I've hunted this year, and one of them I see deer almost every time. They don't always come where they should <laughs> for me, but I've seen deer almost every time. So that's exciting, whether I'm with by myself or with yeah. um, my wife. She's deer hunting this year, that's which is awesome. fun. She said that she may want to go Sunday, but um, the kids, you know, we've seen deer just about every time, so that's cool. But... Um, no bucks. I hadn't seen any bucks. And I'm not running cameras. So, oh, yeah? You're so, like old school. You're well, just going in anticipating par- something. Partly because um, it's kind of fun that way. And then partly because when I went to Walmart, some dude had just showed up and bought all 13 of the uh, reveal cell cams they had on is the show. Is that not crazy? Like, this is how crazy those cameras have been selling is... We do the marketing for them and can't get more cameras. <laughs> and I, I personally went and bought more cameras too. Yeah. And he did too, just because you can't get them. Yeah. So was, you went to get one. No, this is what happened. So I went to Walmart. I had to buy some some stuff, you know. Right. And um, so I, I get all the, the groceries I need. And I walked over there and I thought, maybe they have one. And they had 13. I counted them. Yeah. I was like, man, that's crazy. They got 13 of them. So I went home and I thought, I didn't think they'd sell 13 in right. four hours. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's normal. Yeah. Who buys 13 <laughs> cell cameras? And 
So I went home, unloaded the groceries, went back to Lowe's. And I was like, man, I'm going back to Walmart. I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to get one of them. I'm going to take it out. I, I need to know what's out there. I just right. couldn't handle it. Yeah. So I get back there and they're gone. And <laughs> so I start looking, did they move them to an end cap or something? And so the guy, the employee comes back. I says, hey, man, you got any reveal cell cams? He's like, yeah, I got about 13 of them over there. And there was a guy at the register. He'd been waiting for that guy to show up. And he's like, no, man, about three seconds ago, a dude come and just put them all in his cart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a second story like that I've heard this year. Um, I walked all over Walmart looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that story twice. We had another listener message me a, a couple of weeks ago, and the exact same thing happened at a yeah. different store. Yeah. yeah. I was going to replace it with the Moultrie or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> I was try sneak Trade him, him out, swap him, him some out. some hot something. dogs or something. <laughs> That's crazy, man. They have been a game changer, though. Yeah. I mean, whatever camera you're running, we're obviously running reveals, but um, just the timeliness of, of everything and knowing where to go and right. it's been very beneficial. Yeah. That, I mean, it would have been beneficial for me the other day. I went in last Saturday, and as soon as I got to the, the gate that I have to open to, to sneak into that finger there that I hunt, um, there were eyes and I knew it was a deer. So right. um, I just slipped in, stood behind the tree and heard him walk off. And I don't know, it could have been a buck. Who yeah. knows? You know, yeah. but if I had a camera, a cell camera, especially, um, could have given me some recon to, yeah. to know either, you know, park behind that, <laughs> behind that fence against a tree and just let <laughs> it play out or, right. you know, whatever. So, um, anyway, didn't, it didn't bust me or anything. It didn't scare him. So yeah. that was good. Yeah. I've had um, my last sit out there on the evening. I, I had, I went, I was, I was battling going or not because it was been storming all day. I mm -hmm. mean, just, I got another funny story about that. I just remembered. So I couldn't stand it. I was like, I got, cause I like hunting in the rain anyway, mm -hmm. as long as I can get in the blind or something and stay dry, yeah. you know, or kind of dry. Cause this wasn't just, I like hunting in the drizzle. Yeah. But this wasn't drizzle. It was like, <laughs> so, but, and me and B had hunted that morning. And he's like, you going to go this afternoon? I was like, I don't know. I can't decide. And I sit at the house for about five minutes. So I was like, no, I got to go. So I went, got out there about 2, 2.30, got in in the rain, got all my rain gear covering all my junk up, got set up in the blind, walked in. Of course, you know, my property, I got a pretty good creek that goes across it. Wasn't too bad. It was rolling down through like it normally does, about halfway up my lacrosse boots. Got in there and... um B was like, well, how's it? He I actually had service in this spot I was sitting. He's like, well, how's it going? I was like, man, it's feeling really good. This mm -hmm. rain just quit. Really bucky. And feeling, <laughs> that's why I tell my wife all the time, yeah. it's feeling bucky. <laughs> and uh, so I'm sitting there and the rain quit. And I was like, man, it's feeling right. Yeah. The rain just quit. And I, my radar wouldn't pull up where I was at. B told me all this later. He said, well, I didn't tell you. I, right after you text, I looked at the radar. And just laughed. <laughs> Dude, about, it wasn't five minutes after that text that I sent out. It just unloaded <laughs> and unloaded until pitch dark. Yeah. So, but even in that, I had a few little let-ups. It was raining the whole time, but there was a few little let-ups, like the last 30 minutes. And I had probably 13 different deer come out. Because I've got, so I'm, I'm, I'm hunting a tree line. And, and I've got beans and power plant planted and there's between the tree line and that, they just wear it out. Yeah. They feel safe in there. And so film several deer, some up and comers come out and it was awesome. Um, right at dark, I literally, it was like I had deer just appearing out of nowhere 
15 yards from me. Mm. Like I was looking out of the right side of my blind, which is not even the direction I was trying to hunt because I thought the wind was going that way. And it swirls down there all the time, so it's tricky. But there was just deer everywhere. So anyway, I, I slipped out after dark, went out around the backside of my conceal. It's just a nice little slip in, slip out. And I got back to that creek. <laughs> and it had risen? Dude, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'm screwed. <laughs> you got wet, huh? I didn't know. I was like, I'm out there by myself. There ain't no cell service, really. I'm, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm either fixing to swim or... <laughs> It wasn't that high, but it was roaring. Yeah. Did you get your pants wet or? Dude, I walked in that sucker, and it ain't necessarily warm right now. Yeah. It went up over my knees. My (laughs) boots filled up. It was awful. It was just a a perfect ending to a non-successful hunt. (laughs) It actually was successful hunt. Well, I mean, you saw deer. Oh, yeah. I have a friend in Ohio. He, He says everybody's theory about deer movement is wrong. Deer move no matter what's going on. What, that's his theory? Yeah, his theory is, you know, some people say when it's raining, they, you know, they bed down, try to stay out of the rain. He said they live in the rain. Yeah. So his theory is people say they move around lunch. And he said, I think they move around lunch because all the guys who didn't dress properly are getting up <laughs> and walking out of the woods and making the deer move. Right. And he says the same thing about the rain. Like it's, it's just rain. They're used to it. So they're going to move. I, in fact, I saw a picture the other day. A, a trail camera picture. It was actually a reveal trail oh, camera yeah? picture. And these deer, it was pouring down rain. The water had risen. It was over the top of the corn pile. And this deer had his head in the water, like into the corn. Really? True story. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, I, I've always enjoyed hunting the rain, man. I don't, I mean, I don't, everybody's got their theories. But for me, I've seen a lot of deer in, uh, Especially in the drizzle. Yeah. Like I just, to me, I don't want to bed down in, in when it's just rain and it's just not comfortable. I would think they would, you know, resemble that same theory a little bit. I don't necessarily see a ton of deer when it's pouring. Yeah. But where I'm hunting, because there is food source, the deer are there every evening. Yeah. Coming to these plots and uh, they just are. That's where, and it's because it's probably the biggest plot in the area for several thousand acres, I'm guessing. I mean, there's some guys got some real small, you know, kill plots or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is something they've been feeding on all. I mean, we planted back in the spring, and they've been in there all spring and summer. Yeah. And now into the fall, it's just, it's the second nature. That's where they're coming in the evenings. And so I, I think deer moving, I mean, this is my theory. They're, I think they typically are a lot like humans, and to some degree, they're going to eat two or three times a day, sometimes yeah. four or five. And a lot of times it's obviously mornings and evenings, midday. They're going to eat something. And, and a lot of guys, you're going to see a lot of trail cams slow down this time of year, too, just because acorns have fell. They're yeah. spending more time in the woods. Um, but and, and this is what I'm excited about coming up here, first of November, end of October, around Halloween, is we've pretty much stayed out of our woods um, since since opening day. Mm-hmm. And we're just now starting to slip in, into some of these little pinch points and travel corridors where mm-hmm. they're going between different you know, food sources. Yeah. And so um, our opportunities are good. The deer are there. Obviously, we're seeing them and getting them still on camera quite a bit at night. But he's actually, it's actually slowed down. He hasn't had a, of course, he's not on a, on a, a huge target deer this year on the yeah. property he's on. Um, and so he's been going with me more. But it's exciting time of the year, man, to be, just to be out there. And, and, and for me, this, especially this year with the property, it's not necessarily about the kill. We're obviously 
You excited uh, to see what it's, I just yeah. love seeing them, see where they're learning the property, seeing where they're coming from. Where yeah, because some of that going. will never change. Oh, yeah. You know, like it'll be that way forever. Yeah, so we hunted this property. Me and Gavin, my boy, hunted it January. We bought the prof- property on January 1, got it all closed. And um, so we did bow hunt it a little bit um, January and February of last year or this year, I guess. And um, there's one, the southwest corner of this property, there, for whatever reason, there's just a lot of deer come out of that. They were doing it back then, and it has been the primary spot. When I say deer, I meant like the majority of deer. The deer come from everywhere. But when, right. I, but when I say majority, I mean there'll be, there may be 5, 10, 15 deer at a time come from that corner. And so that pattern has remained the same even from, from January to February up until now. And it'll be interesting now to see because I haven't hunted this property in the rut, so we'll find out. And I, I may not see as much as I'd like to because we're gonna are gonna be in the woods more, so I won't be able to see all these different corners of these fields and right. as much. But you're right. I think once you can learn the property, they're gonna consistently do a lot of the same things as far as the way they travel, where yeah. they come from, and where they're headed to. Unless you cut a bunch of trees down, then it might change it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not cutting <laughs> a ton of trees down. Matter of fact, we've planted a lot of trees. Um, for long-term investment, but also for discovering. Yeah. we got a lot of pines planted in, in, in different parts of the property. So it's exciting. It's a lot of fun, man, to see. I just like seeing them, to be honest with you. Yeah. Cameron. Oh, man, it makes it makes filming. it so much better, you yeah, know, when you get pics. to be out there and, and see something. It's Yeah, it's fun. And, uh, and and the deal is, when you know there's, I say we got three target bucks. we got another buck that's, he's he may get shot if he comes by. Son of a gun. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so Cody just showed me the picture of this deer's head down in the water. That's crazy, like past like his nose. Almost up to his eyes. <laughs> That's nuts. Must be some good corn under that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? I done forgot. Um, you done forgot, too, because you were looking at that deer. I know. I was, I was so stuck on it. <laughs> well, you were talking crazy. about learning the property and how you'd planted trees, you know, and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so... We, we've tried to do everything we know to do, mm-hmm. you know, to learn the property and, and then to see the fruits of it's pretty, pretty yeah. exciting. Really, I'm, really I'm going the other route because I don't own property yet. You know, I've got a couple of friends that have let me hunt yeah. their spots. You won't let me hunt your side. So oh, I will. <laughs> I will in time. <laughs> just kidding. The, the problem we've got right now, I mean, me and B talked about this because we're pretty much just hunting. We've got, we've got 160 there um, that we can hunt. Um, I own 80 of it. My, my buddy owns the other 80 who owns like 12 or 1300 acres. So he's not really there much, but right. we're intentionally staying out of that part this year for several reasons. But one is we're drawing so many deer to us. I am trying to leave the rest of that kind of as a sanctuary, so yeah. to speak, where there's no pressure. Right. Um, and so far it's worked anyway, but um, the, the thing we're seeing is we've got, Several really, really good deer for where we're at. I mean, the, the Crab Claw 10 is, he's probably pushing 160. He may be, he's for sure 150. Wow. Um, for where we're at, it's a, a great deer. We've got a, a, a probably 140-inch 8-point, which is the giant 8-point. Um, we've got the Kicker 10, which is, he'll be a 12-point, but he's mainframe 10. He's probably pushing 150. I've got more picks of him than any deer I've got. And then we've got this other little 10-point that's not necessarily on the hit list, mm-hmm. but if he comes by, he, he may get be. shot. I told B that in the stand yesterday, um, and he showed himself several times. Yeah, and so he's just one of these, probably three and a half, but he's a nice deer. Yeah, and so 
he's one of them that's definitely, of course, all these deer, even the ones I passed it. Rifle season comes in. If they get off the property too far, they may get shot. Yeah. But dad told me that the other day. I sent him some pics. I was filming and sent him some pics of some I would let go. And uh, he goes, man, that's that's good for you. But he said, that deer's getting shot. Yeah. Rifle season. If well, that's the thing that, that we battle in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. You know? And so, but I'm, try, I'm trying to it. take the principles that you're doing on your property <laughs> and figure them out. Yeah. Well, on, you, and you can, on you those know, small properties. We have, and, I mean, we've done that for years, uh, me and B and, and, and some of our older crew that used to hunt with us a lot. We've leased ground for a long time, even in Kansas. I mean, we treated it like it was our own, mm-hmm. you know, we trying to learn the property and, and we did even in, in the property we had in Kansas, we had one tree we called the killing tree. It right. Was, it was called that for a reason. Yeah. But it took a couple of years figuring that out. Mm-hmm. But once we figured it out, that tree produced harvest every year yeah. for somebody yeah. that was on our team, you know. I think I'm going to move where I'm at. I'm going to leave my set, sets where they're at. Yeah. But I'm going to take my saddle and move directions a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'm on, I think I've figured out what they're doing oh, yeah? out there. So hopefully. Well, definitely, if you can get you a camera or two out there, that'll help. Yeah. Well, it's kind of fun. Uh, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. And then I'm going to do some public. I'm going to. Are you? Next week, that's my goal. So there's a couple of spots I've been looking yeah. at. And He's been doing a little public. Has he been to Holloban? Yeah. Ha, ha, did the flood mess it up real bad, did he say? He didn't say. I was kind of curious went, about he, that. He, he he goes in by water, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I've never even been where he's hunting. So. Yeah. It's a slip in, slip out spot that he takes and hangs and yeah. comes in and out. And, yeah, which, I was kind of curious. Which you could do with the saddle, too. I yeah. Mean, you could do that, so. It's a good time, man. It's a good time to be in the woods for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I like it. I'm taking advantage of it the best I can to try to. Well, people all over the country are doing that. Oh, yeah. You know, man. like this, I mean, time, it, this time of year is awesome because you get to see all these people, young and old, new hunters and, you know, lifelong hunters. Yeah. Harvesting, mm-hmm. killing these animals. And just I've read probably a hundred different posts in the last two days where somebody said couldn't be happier, couldn't yeah. be happier. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. You know, it's not just the, the sport, but it's the fact that they've put food on their own table. Oh, you yeah. know, like there's something satisfying about it. Absolutely. So it's pretty, I always like this time of year because all the celebration yeah. and what you see. People there's do. a lot of happy people. Even, I mean, there's, there's ups and downs in hunting for sure. But just like the other day when we had our little scenario with the, war that went on beside us while he's dang there's ups and downs and frustration but at the end of the day there's a lot of happy people making yeah. memories and and creating you know opportunity for memories that you'll never yeah. forget someday that's what i love about it man I've, I've got to experience that this year with my daughter um who i never dreamed would get into hunting but mm-hmm. we hunted basically almost every day of muzzleloading with the exception of a friday night because of a football game wow and the, I think the Thursday before that was super hot. Yeah. And when we're blind hunting this, she was like, I don't know that we need to go. I was like, I told her, I said, we probably don't need to go because it's like 85 degrees. Yeah. And we're going to be smoking hot, sweating. And she's like, nah, I don't, let's hold off that day. But other than that, we hunted every day of muzzleloading and seen a lot of deer. Watched her pass. I don't know if I mentioned it last last week, but got to watch her pass her first buck. Really? Um, she's never even killed a buck, but we had a spot come in, which she's, if she's whatever she wants to shoot, she can shoot. Right. Know? And uh, had, a, had a spot come in, stood broadside for probably five minutes, and she was like, no, we need to let him grow a little bit. I was <laughs> like, look at you. <laughs> and Because uh, I know I wasn't doing that at 12 years no. old. Brown is down back yeah. in the day, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that part of it's been exciting. Get to have a lot of conversations in the blind and sure. with her and and. 
and help her understand why we do what we do. Yeah. And that we really are benefiting a lot of animals. Oh, yeah. Because she's a diehard animal lover. Mm -hmm. I mean, she really is. This whole concept of what we do has been a challenge just for her to understand and learn. And I think it's for a lot of people, it really is. Not just kids, but there's a lot of people that don't understand why we do what we do and don't really realize how much we do put into it to to create new habitat and help animals. Right. It's not like we're just out there mowing down everything we see, trying mm-hmm. to wipe them out, you know, mm-hmm. and just like what a lot of people look at is just animal murder. Yeah. It's not the case at all. Yeah. At least for the way we operate. We were really trying to, to make the place better. Yeah. And create. And that's the the large majority of people are the same way. You oh, know, yeah. They, they respect the land. They respect the yeah. the privilege to yeah. go out. And There's hunt. a few bad apples, in, no matter what well, community yeah. you're in. Yeah, every every sector of life. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure Peter's got a few bad apples running around their <laughs> organization as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably so. So it, it goes without saying. <laughs> uh, but it's been fun, man, and it's really just getting cranked up. The next, the next yeah, about uh, two weeks, several you days. The next two weeks yeah. is going to be just awesome. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to get out of here right about rifle season when it cranks up and <laughs> go bow hunt somewhere else. <laughs> but don't think I won't have camera picks still coming while, yeah. I'm, while I'm out of town. But it's going to be fun, man. So Very cool. Well, that's a, a whitetail update for us anyway of what's yeah. going on in our world. Yeah. And uh, B's out today. We just took a little midday break to, to jump on here and knock a podcast out. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Tour 12 podcast. If you do enjoy the show, do us a favor. Get online, go review uh, the podcast. Give us some feedback, questions. Let us know how your season's going. I have been getting several messages from, from listeners. Just I was going to tell you, I don't know if you remember this, but about episode 92, we said when we get to episode 100. What are we on? Uh, like 96. This Ooh. will be 96. We were going to give stuff away. So that was the delay. We weren't ready. We got to find some stuff to give away. <laughs> I bet we can come up with So something. we're getting close. At you least. Know? I bet you we can find a Tour 12 cap laying around Oh, somewhere. I bet so. If not, they can, we can get a used one and send it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap this thing up. we got to get to the woods. I'm going to get ready to get some to a, uh, a game, or otherwise I'd be in the woods. But yeah. we're going to wrap this thing up. Until next time, peace out and God bless. <laughs>